Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome in and welcome back. For those who are tuning in again, thank you for the support. And for those of you that are just coming in for the first time and listening, we appreciate you as well. Thank you so much. This is the Poke Tower Podcast. Episode 8. Episode 8, guys. So uh, eight, we're 8 episodes deep. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. You guys That's two show- months, guys. Yeah. Two you guys have been showing lots and lots of support. Um, and we really, really appreciate it here. Uh, first things first, we didn't have a giveaway winner. No giveaway winner for the Halloween spooky card. I'm a little disappointed in you guys. We yeah. had upwards of 100 uh, listeners, and no one participated. Um, so, one lucky person who ordered one of my custom packs last week got a uh, Dark Rye Umbreon tag team. I'm not sure who it went to, but it went into one of the custom packs that we had sold. Uh, so, lucky you, whoever that was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good card. That's that, a really nice you know, card, like, yeah. That's like five to seven bucks raw, and I've seen some listed as high as 200 in a PSA 10. So... Good luck to you if you're into that type of stuff, and uh, you got a nice card. Yep. And also stay tuned for um, the giveaway for this week. We will be announcing um, the conditions to win or how to enter oh, yeah. in or yep. how to receive new your giveaway. giveaway card. So it's a new giveaway, guys. So listen in for that. It'll be some time within this podcast. Yep. We'll drop it in Drop randomly. it in somewhere. Um, also, Apple listeners, if you guys haven't already, we need your help. Please subscribe and rate the podcast if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Yep. Make us the number one Pokemon card podcast on Apple Podcast. Yes. That's an ambition. <laughs> that is a, an audacious goal, but I believe in our following and I believe in what we're offering. I mean, eight weeks in, we've I've gotten nothing but good feedback and yeah. it has exceeded what I thought it was going to be. So absolutely like super pumped and this is this is uh this isn't denny's first podcast but this is my first podcast and every day i check the analytics and i'm like what (laughs) there's this many people listening to us or there's these different age groups listening to us and it's just crazy guys so again just the support is just outstanding and um if you're again if you're listening on on apple Podcasts, subscribe and rate subscribe and rate takes a couple seconds yeah absolutely um make us number one of one yeah all right, that's all right, guys. It. We're yeah. gonna get right into Poke Tower Top Five. Poke Tower Top Five. We're back to our normal schedule, guys, and we have a, a handful of new things on the top five. Um, it's actually very diverse this week. We have vintage. We have not released. We have going to be released. We have just out of print. It's a little bit of everything this week. Um, and yeah, uh, things, I think it was good having that week off for the spooky podcast week. So last week, the Halloween episode was a good break for us because for some reason it like refreshed my mind and I, w- I found myself not looking at the same stuff I always look at and reprioritized how I'm looking at things. Um, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. So number five, this is something we both agree on Yeah, and something, it was just, like I said, having that, that Halloween break almost opened my eyes to the possibility of this and uh i just decided to start looking so uh number five this week is the neo uh or second gen johto starters um japanese english hollows and in psa they're actually a lot higher than i would have thought they were but i still think knowing what we know about the last set of starters that came out 
these prices are not unreasonable. Yeah, yeah. And and what really got me going on these, uh, the Neo starters, the Johto starters, you know, the Typhlosion for alligator and uh, how do you say the other one? Magne- Magnesium? Meganium. Meganium? Yeah, yeah. Meganium. Um, those three guys right there, um, I think it was episode six when uh, Danny brought up how I bought uh, a Japanese oh, binder, binder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of Neo Genesis. And I was like, well, you know what? I actually remember that, and I want I want to go look at some starters, and I wonder what they're going for. Yep. And like Denny was saying, they're not extremely unreasonable pricing, but they're they're up they're there, up there. They're yeah. higher than I would have expected. Yeah, they're up there for sure. Um, but like we said, these are the starters that are for alligator, typhlosion, yep. and meganium. Yeah, and uh, so the reason I listed Japanese and English is because typically you're going to be able to get these Japanese cards graded already graded. You could buy them from someone in a PSA nine or ten. And still get a great price compared to English. Now, obviously, English is going to be the more popular choice. But in terms of volume, like if you wanted to get five PSA 10 Typhlosions, you could probably almost spend the same amount of money on that if you would on just one English Typhlosion. So in terms of volume, uh, and then the way, look at like Japanese Charizard. Japanese Charizard base set wasn't very popular until this whole spike just came. And now that card, you know, is worth a couple thousand. Yeah, until the so, English ones are slim picking. Yeah, and then the English ones are, you know, up in the tens of thousands. So yeah. it's it all trickles down. Um, but in terms of volume, that's why I'm looking at Japanese. And Japanese is just a, a cheaper alternative. It's it's not any less worse or anything like that. Like, uh, there's here's a Japanese for alligator I'm looking at for 129 It's a PSA 9. I think that's a good price right now. Right. And then I think, like, the English for alligator in a PSA 9 is going for, like, 400, 400 Yeah, right 425 Yeah. 425 yeah. So big price difference yeah and so you could have got two blast or two uh, for alligators for the price of one and in terms of graded cards and volume i think you know if you want to actually build a sellable collection japanese might be the way to go because these are already pricey like i was looking at a psa 6 typhlosion that was like five six hundred bucks i was like that wow. is that is crazy when you consider charizard was about a hundred two hundred bucks in a psa eight or nine just like a year and a half ago yeah yeah so there are, the prices have already caught these ones, and believe it or not, Neo is considered like to be actually more rare than base set in some, you know, like in some in, maybe not first edition, but um, Neo is harder to find than base set. Trust me, like, and even if you do find Neo, you're gonna find like raw. You won't find one that's like as minty, like where you could still find a minty base set Charizard out there. Um, and yeah, it's a lot harder to find. I think that's what makes it. It's weird. It's yeah. When it's was, rarer. It's just not pricier. But I do think it is harder to find. When I, when I was first getting back into collecting, um, I when I was a kid, I, I I loved the second generation Pokemon. Like Silver version was where I was at all the time. And um, so when I naturally when I got back into collecting, I was like, hey, I want to check those out. And I found out it was Neo yeah. Genesis. But when I looked up a whole booster box of it, I was like, what? Twenty five thousand dollars? And they got well, so Neo Genesis and the Neo Discovery yeah. and. Uh, there's another one, uh, Neo Revelations. So they got like, and there's the, also a small series too called Southern Islands. Yeah, yeah, it has a pretty cool Mew in there. Um, yeah, uh, so like that. These are the types of things we're looking at. I haven't made any buying decisions because I need to look at prices more. Obviously, this when I say I haven't made any buying decisions, it's one of those things I'm going to figure out within the next few days. Um, because not just us, but it seems like whenever I catch these things, that's when it it goes. So right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it literally could be next week. You know, Neo goes off the chain, and I'm like, well, I got one or two. 
Yeah. I didn't get as many as I wanted, but at least I got one or two. I, I seem to have pretty good timing with these. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I like to make speed is my, is my, uh, my thing when it comes to making these decisions, because these are only going to be at this rate for so long. And then, you know, there's going to be that little spike and then they'll plateau for a little bit and there'll be another spike and then they'll plateau. So you got to kind of catch it quickly and which means you have to spend money, but also, you know, if you take too long, you, you might miss that lowest price you could have got because everyone's looking right now. Um, so I guess the words just be competitive. And if you see an opportunity, do the research very fast because you, the, the second you watch something, it could sell the next day or even hours. Yeah. And, and the reason, the reason why we say, um, we're talking about PSA, like already graded, uh, Neo cards is because these are older cards and yeah. it seems as though that the people who, who have the Neo cards, just didn't take as yeah. good of care yep. of them as like base set. And then, and then again, you know, if you're going to pay, if you're going to pay, you know, a thousand dollars for a PSA 10 and you're going to pay 600 for a raw that says mint, it's like, I would just pay the thousand because even you can't trust that someone saying mint is going yeah. to get a 10. Yeah. Now, if you have the ultimate eye and you just trust absolutely, yeah, you could save a couple hundred bucks. But in my case, you know, when you grade a card express, you're up 75 bucks plus shipping 80 something, 90 something. Um, and then you just spent, you know, 600 on a card that was labeled as mint. It's like, you're already up there seven, 800, you know? So in terms of time and energy, what is a hundred, $200 to you? Right. And that's where you make that compromise. Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to pay a little higher price so I can get the card that's already graded. It's already guaranteed a 10. Yeah. There's no uncertainty <laughs> yeah. at all. No uncertainty that way, but it does cost more. So yeah. Um, Something to think about and something we're just looking at. I haven't made any buying decisions. I got a handful of things on my watch list, but um, yeah, these are like, these like brand new. More. These yeah. are like brand new picks for us that we were like, we mm -hmm. both met up today and we we're like, hey, we, I'm looking I'm at looking Neo this. Yeah. He was like, I'm looking at that too, and I was like, oh, what? Yeah, we, yeah. We don't talk about this stuff during the week, guys. So, um, that was interesting, but uh, that's just what my intuition says. And you know, probably that, like I said, that Halloween break was a nice, nice change up for me because I was out hunt, hunting like dark and ghost Pokemon. I totally forgot about the the hype of, you know, XY, base set, Champion's Path, forgot all that crap, and the first thing my gut told me was like, hey, let's look at some Neo. Yeah. Like, all right, yeah. we'll look at some Neo. And yeah. uh, it's refreshing, because there's tons of Pokemon cards out there. You don't have to follow what everyone else is doing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, number five, Poketar Podcast, the Neo starters. Um, I'm not sure which set. I think, what, Neo Genesis is the first set. Uh, so... For me, those are the ones I'm going to look at, but there's like dark Typhlosions, dark four alligators out there that are that are still awesome. So yeah. anything's on the table at this point, I need to study more. We just wanted to get you guys in the loop, and maybe you start looking too. Yep, number four on the Poke Tire Top 5. It is XY Hollows again, guys. XY Hollows, yeah. Um, the I, XY I, Hollows, you just can't beat them, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, seeing as as how base set is, is going and, and how... You know the prices are kind of outrageous. You know mm -hmm. it's really it's going to be really unobtainable for most collectors, most everyday the all the <clears> everyday all day collector. It's kind of out of range. So um, if you didn't already have one from your childhood or you didn't buy one when they were really cheap, you're probably not going to get a base set Charizard, Blastoise, Venusaur, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's still obtainable in the XY Hollows, um, and there's really good Hollows in there like uh, Nine Tails. The Nine Tails Hollow is awesome. I'm, I've been looking at that one myself a lot, Nido trying to find King, a good price one. Machamp, Nido King, yep. Gyarados, Zapdos. The Gyarados is another one really I'm yeah. really interested in. So, um, and again, just like the math is still there, guys. You can still pay anywhere from two to five dollars for a raw Hollow. Now, 
in terms of uncertainty and pull and getting a PSA 10 from, you know, buying from another seller who's selling their cards raw, you might not get that. We might not but, get a 10 anyways, because yeah, most of them are nines right, from, but, from XY. But my point is at two to five bucks, you can't lose. Yeah. And if you're going to buy a booster box, this is buckshot. If you're going to buy a booster box, we already did the math. Like, you know, I can get 140 holographics before you pulled 13 holographics yeah. for the same price in terms of money and price per pack. So just go out and snipe the singles while you can. I got a giant stack here. Yeah, no uh, kidding. It's a, it's a big stack. Yeah. I, I have, like I said, three or four of each hollow and reverse hollow. So um, I'm pretty happy with my XY collection there. But again, you know, if I see something, if I see a PSA 9 Machamp just sitting around, I'm going to grab it. Uh, especially, you know, when they're selling for 20 to 30 bucks, you'd be crazy not to do that. You know, in terms of time and money and actually pulling the card yourself, it makes sense. Getting graded and then waiting yeah. for it to be graded and all it's that a, stuff. It's a low risk buy. It's a very low risk buy. Now, I don't know about the returns, okay? Um, I actually got in an argument with someone on my TikTok. Not an argument, but a debate. Honestly, guys, you can debate me all, my, all you want. Um, and if you, whoever that guy was that was arguing with me, you can have whatever opinion you want. It doesn't change the way I feel about Pokemon cards. Um, someone was, I think his comment was like, who would have thought XY Evolutions, the most overprinted set ever, would have skyrocketed in price? And I was like, I could believe that. And he's like, well, yeah, I could too, but maybe not this fast. And I was like, no. I, I completely understand why it happened this fast. It is a reprint of the original set from 1999, which is on fire right now. It only makes sense that it skyrocketed. And he's like, but there are so many other sets out there that are worth more, blah, blah, blah. I was like, in your opinion, you might be right. But the market, which is a ton of new collectors, it's a ton of guys my age. They want the original cards they used to have. That's the part he's missing. Right. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, but without Logan Paul and Pokey Rev and Leonhart saying that this card, this is going to be an amazing set, um, it wouldn't have, it would have never exploded. And I'm like, that's not true. That's not true. Pokemon has been exploding since 2018. XY just happens to be the gold mine set. And I agree with it. It should be. Yeah, I think it should be too. Um, and I know we, we talked in like one of our earlier podcasts before the whole XY Evolutions um, thing came about, the skyrocketing of XY Evolutions. I was like, hey, any of our, any of our sealed collectors <clears> out there <throat> want to keep you know sealed boxes, Yeah, these are good ones to buy. And XY Evolutions booster boxes were only like 165 bucks when I, we were talking about it. Yeah. Then literally within the next week, they went up to 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, whoa, what? But he was basically saying it's all artificial. It's not real. And it's like, it is real because people are buying it. And people were paying that price. And uh, he's just like, well, it never would have happened if all this other stuff didn't happen. And it's like, but that's, that's, that is Pokemon. Yeah. Things like this. It happens in sports. Athlete is on fire. He snaps his leg. His market just goes down the tank or the other way around. Some undrafted free agent gets to play for five minutes and he sets a world record for something. And now he's the most rarest card ever sought after. People are like, what the heck? This should have never happened, but it happens. It happens all the time. And I was like, dude, unpredictability is a part of collecting Pokemon cards. That's that you can't just say you don't just get to pick and choose, you know, when something skyrockets. That's the that's the X factor that no one can can gauge. Um, but you know, he's just he's trying to run his analytics, and I'm like, dude, you can run your analytics all you want, but whether you think people are idiots for buying this stuff because it's too high priced. Or you think people are, you know, naive to what it actually is and there's rarer stuff out there, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They want this. Yeah. You could if some if some noob collector was like, hey dude. People are gonna continue to want it too, because yeah. it's it's a replica of base set. Um 
and I, all I said was I could totally believe why it's skyrocketing and it makes sense. And he just he was resisting the fact that it's it's like he didn't want to believe that it was worth so much. And it's <laughs> like I'm not telling you that it should be this price. I'm just saying I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Don't be, don't get mad at me because something skyrocketed. It was on the Mewtwo video where I talked about the cracked eyes Mewtwo. Yeah, and he was like so upset about it, and it's like, dude, you can you can be mad all you want, but if the rest of if if you're one person out of a hundred million that disagrees, like, you just go be mad by yourself. You know, I I I'm not the guy who chooses X Y prices. People are paying them. Yeah, you can't fight that. Um, out of, out of all of your XY hollows and reverse hollows that you've bought, have you bought any reverse hollows? Yeah. Yeah. So out of the XY hollows and reverse hollows, how much do you think you've spent so far? Uh, probably just under or over 100 bucks. Okay. So and that's with shipping, tax, everything. So, you, so you, for those of you that are listening, I, I can't stress it enough that there's literally a whole stack full of these reverse hollows and hollows. And... He paid, what right right about one hundred bucks, like you said, and is that that's not going to be a very hard thing to turn around? You know what I mean? So, like we said before, just go out if you have the means, right? And because they're only what two to five dollars, you know, some of them maybe seven, eight, maybe some of them might have gone up because of the X Y, you know what I mean? Skyrocket, but there's so still 60, some outliers. Sixty out cards there. right here. Sixty cards. Wow. Oh, hollows and reverse hollows. Yeah. So there might still be some outliers out there that you might be able to find some really good deals. Just go out there and buckshot. Yeah. Every single hollow and reverse hollow you can. Just any one. Yeah, yeah, just accumulate. Yeah, accumulate them because say you send them in a bulk order of 20 cards and say you bought 29 tails from XY Evolutions. Mm -hmm. If four of them come back, you you bought 20 of them at $4. So you got 80 bucks. Mm -hmm. You get them graded. Now you're at right around 150, maybe 200 bucks, right? two or three of them come back as a as a 10 or a nine and you sell them for 80 bucks mm-hmm. 90 bucks and who's to say by then the price doesn't go up yeah yep 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 you've already made your money back plus you still have more you yeah know what i mean and you have a ton of other nine tails yeah ton of other nine tails you know math I mean? works you can for keep these right one, now. give one to yeah. a friend you know what i mean it's like it's 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 seriously a no-brainer and that's why xy <clears throat> xy hollows and reverse hollows have been on the poke tower top five for so long i myself yeah. have been looking at them non-stop well and the thing too, this guy went on to say he was like, you know, without those influencers, this card, this set means nothing. And I'm like, no, because there are people like Danny Phantom that are real collectors, you know, not you PokeTubers that just have this massive following. Danny Phantom's like a legit card player who's been in the game, and he was like, Look, XY Evolutions is one of the worst sets in terms of playability. Competitive players want nothing to do with this set. But if you're a collector, this is the best one. This is the best one out right now. And he's like, yeah, but Hidden Fates is better and this, that. And I'm like, it is. But you are still disregarding the fact that you cannot find a Charizard that looks just like the original in Hidden Fates. Yeah. That's what people want. Yeah. That's what people want. And regardless, if base set would have blew up up this year, we we all knew the price of Evolution was going to go up. And, um... I mean, I, I got I got the feeling that it was going to skyrocket so hard when I opened up XY Evolutions the first time. I pulled I pulled a everyone uh, said it was going to be big. This guy I pulled was a just hollow Charizard. I pulled a hollow yeah. Charizard, and I even though it wasn't a base set Charizard, I remember the excitement in me was like out of the roof. I was so stoked on it. So this guy happy. was mad. He was just mad, and I was like, "Wow, this this set right here is probably going to be worth something. Yeah, it's definitely going to be worth something." 
And I mean, turns out, look at it. He was just mad. We weren't really fighting or arguing. We were debating. And then it got to the point where he was like, I think we're saying the same thing. We just not saying it the same way. And I was like, that's not my problem, dude. Like, and even if you told me XY evolutions was the worst set in the world and you were like a Pokemon expert, I'd be like, that's fine. I still believe what I believe. Right. You got to collect what you like. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I still believe what I believe. I'm going to do what I do because it's working. You know what I mean? That's the only reason we're doing this podcast, guys, is because I actually have a decent skill at picking out what's good, what's not good, and what I like. And it just so happens that those things align with what sells a lot. You know, I'm lucky I'm not like a Venonat addict or something like that. You know, I'm like some stupid <laughs> Pokemon. I actually like good Pokemon. You know what I mean? I don't know what some crappy Pokemon like. I mean, we grew up playing the game, so. Yeah, exactly. Just like just like much of you, like a lot of you guys that are listening, you guys probably right. grew up playing the game as well. Trying to think you of something. I mean? Yeah, like I'm not like a Kakuna fan. Like, oh, Kakuna is the best Pokemon ever. And people are like, dude, that's cool, but he's not very popular. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. In terms of collecting, <laughs> he's not very popular. <laughs> so that's, I don't know. Uh, I, I should have read all the comments to you guys, but I mean, yeah, play your game. You know what I mean? Um, and I think a lot of people got that that the message wrong about the Mewtwo. I never said the cracked ice Mewtwo was going to be the next Charizard. All I said was not a lot of people know that there is a holographic Mewtwo in evolutions, but it can only be found in the starter deck. Here's the prices. I think it's a good buy. That's all I said. I didn't say you're going to buy it for 50 and sell it for 2000 next year. Didn't never said that. Yeah. But do I believe it could, could happen? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Why not? Um, you've seen the way the Pokemon market is behaving and it's very much, you know, a volatile thing that just, it hinges. You're like one YouTube video away from one card being worth a million. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so to say that you don't believe in these crazy things, is just ridiculous. It's the nature of Pokemon, especially right now. We were one, we were one Logan Paul away, you know, from buying a base set, you know, booster box that skyrocketed XY evolutions, you know? Yep. <laughs> like, that, that was it. And people, that's all it took. Yeah. And that stuff's allowed to happen. Like, this guy was mad that it happened. He was like, yeah, but if that didn't happen, it's like, we, now you're working on hypotheticals. Yeah. It did happen. It's real. Yeah. So, I, I think I think the big thing to take from this is is that the XY Hollows, although they may seem like they're overpriced right now, they're overhyped, they, you know what I mean? That maybe you're, that maybe people are bringing too much attention to them. Obviously, to me and Denny, that's not the case. You know what I mean? I don't believe that. Yeah, we we don't believe it. They just sound sour. These people that are hating on XY Evolution sound sour. Um, And uh, I think that's the wrong attitude to have. If you don't like the set, don't buy it. But don't discourage people from collecting what they like. That's right. So... Discourage. Discourage. I said it it weird. Oh, well. Anyways. (laughs) All right, so number three. Yeah, let's get on to it. Number three, we got jungle and base set PSA cards. Uh, we've hit on this a few times um, throughout our last couple of Pokemon yeah. Top 5s, but it's a big, big, big deal, guys. Because, mainly jungle. Mainly yeah, jungle. mainly jungle. Because base set is kind of hard to grab. Um, I mean, you could probably still find like your Alakazams and Gyarados, you know, like the, the side guys, not so much base the starters. Base set and stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, but like I said, the other the other week, you know, I scooped up a Kangaskhan for 50 bucks and a BGS-9. It's out of, yeah, that's it's out of control. That's ridiculous. Um, and there's still outliers. There's still outliers. You know, there's pincers out there, PSA-9 pincers that you can get. Um, there's Scythers. Like, any jungle hall, you get a Snorlax. 
there are still outliers that, that it's and what i'm saying is they're not the normal price like this guy so whoever's selling like this one that's all by its own that's selling for 70 bucks that's the last one of its kind every other one is selling for like 150 200 it's like just you gotta do the research and grab it um so that's on there just i think it's it's number three and it's higher than the last two we said because there's still some urgency to buy these before they get they're gone yeah yeah they're gone like like me i you know i took a kaboo tops what else did i get i give um, i give it probably i probably give it another month or two what was it it was like five or six psa cards that i shared with you guys last week or yeah. the week before those are gone yeah i, I you're not going to find another kaboo tops for 70 bucks in a psa 9 yeah you got, like for, a, you got like a dark gold bat and yeah stuff all too. those yeah dark yeah. champ all those guys kangaskhan um so what I'm saying is, is you, if you have a hundred bucks and you want vintage, don't try to buy raw unless you got the max eye for it. Um, and just, you know, get, get those slabs that are just sticking out in the, you know, like a sore thumb. Uh, and you will probably thank yourself in about, you know, a, month, a year, 18 months. You'd be like, wow, I'm sitting on a couple thousand. Yeah. You know? Um, but, uh, it's number three there just because. You know, I like the vintage cards so much. Um, and if you have to buy raw, buy raw. You know, like uh, I have a friend of mine that's trying to sell me some raw cards. They're they're heavily played, um, but you know, I might I might make the deal just because I know how valuable they are. Um, not in their current state, but once I grade them, I will I will most definitely increase their value, even if they're PSA five, PSA six, PSA seven. Yeah, which is an eyesore for me. I don't want to see that on a slab, but. You know, when you talk about original cards, there's only so many left. And um, if you can get a steal, you just do it. You know what I mean? You just, it, that's just how I see it. Sometimes I make impulse buys just because of something crazy I see on the internet. I'm like, this shouldn't be priced as much. I'm going to get it. Yeah. So I've done it. Speed is the game, guys. Uh, Number two here, we put the Shiny Star V. That's the Japanese set that's dropping on November 20th, I believe. The Japanese set releases November 20th. Uh, why if you guys don't know much about it, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, if you guys ahead. don't know much about it. It's the one that's advertising the, well, that's not advertising. Well, I mean it is. It's advertising the chase card of the shiny V Max Charizard. Yep. So a black V Max Charizard. Yep. This Secret is the set rare. that we're talking about here. Secret mm-hmm. rare. Um, and it's also going to have the shiny vault in it as well. Some 100, shiny- 130 shiny vault cards, plus a 130 like um regular set so it's like a 300 card set it's yeah. massive so i haven't i haven't done too much research on it so i'm gonna let denny touch on that um but you were saying something about you could st- there's some japanese cards that are showing up now right yeah uh, so it's number two on there um just because if you have a five six hundred dollar bill you can start getting these charizards right now in japanese um because there are guys that open boxes early there are guys that have connections that are able to get this stuff on the market and they're they're here they're not investors so these are these are actually good people to buy from because they're guys that own card stores and they do an early opening and they're like oh cool i pulled a charizard that's 600 bucks my store i'm gonna sell it um now is 600 bucks the right price i'm not sure because you saw that you know v max charizard secret rare from champions path you know they debuted at you know three thousand, and they slowly dropped to fifteen hundred. Then they dropped you know to eight hundred. Now they're down to five hundred and four hundred consistently. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is right. So I don't know if six hundred is a good starting point, but if you want to be one of the first guys, which is, again I think that's kind of a common theme for today is speed. When you're one of the first guys to grade a card, you're often going to get a premium price back if you wanted to sell it. Um, 
and I think it also makes for good content too. Like if you're just a, a collector that wants to have the inside scoop on stuff, you could get this card before a lot of other people and you could share that. Hey, I bought this card, blah, blah, blah. People are like, Oh crap, you got that. Um, it's, it's good for you if you're a content creator. So I'm looking at shiny star V just because I don't want to spill the beans, but we got our express, uh, our express order back from PSA and it worked out really well for me. These were, I had nine Charizards. So one from Burning Shadows, four uh, shiny Vs, and then four, uh, no, three shiny Vs. You had, you had eight, eight Charizards. Eight Charizards. Three shiny Vs, four secret rares, and then the Burning Shadows secret rare. Yeah. Um, and these were all cards that I I handpicked with my eye off eBay. Zooming in on the picture, checking the, you know, the stuff, and they graded really well. We'll do a, we'll do a YouTube video on it. They graded really well. So I'm really excited with what I was able to accomplish. And it tells me that I have an eye for this stuff. I'm, I am, I am pretty damn good at eyeballing a PSA nine and 10. I'm really good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've done it multiple times now. So, um, now that I've done that, I'm like, you know, I kind of don't, I just don't have that filter as far as like, Hey, let's spend 600 bucks on a Charizard because I know, I know with my eye, I can make it work. You know, it's like a it's like a, a one month process time from ordering the card, getting it ready, shipping it off to PSA, getting it back. It's like a one month process, but I'm like, you know, I can take six hundred bucks and turn it into fifteen hundred, two thousand in one month. Um so if you have the skill and you're interested in increasing the value of your cards, this shiny Charizard, if you're a first mover, you're gonna win big time. Um now I'm not sure if that's what I wanna do. But I can tell you in terms of priority of buying cards, that shiny Charizard VMAX is very high on my list. And you guys saw that with the, the last set of Charizards. I bought eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went all in. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, don't have much, I don't have much else of Champion's Path, but I went in on the Zards. Um, so if you think like me, you know, that might be something you want to look into. I'm still contemplating Japanese, but I just wanted to bring it up on the top five because... It's on our radar. Yeah. It's on our radar. Yeah, there will be early versions of the American coming out soon. Yeah. Um, now, the, this, like I said, the, the hardest part about this is, though, how much do I pay for it? Because you pay 900 for an American one before anyone else, and then, you know, two months later, the set drops, and they're going for 600 You lost 300 bucks uh, in terms of... I mean, you could grade it and sell for yeah, more, obviously. Grade it but, and sell right away, yeah. But you're not maximizing profit margins, so you have to find that happy medium of, like... What do I want to do here? Um, so that's where I'm kind of stuck, but I think about it often. I'm constantly checking eBay. Yeah, I think I think that's probably the strategy to go with. And it's probably just to constantly, constantly, constantly check eBay. Um, and newly listed, always checking. I think that's probably the best route to go in terms of the Shiny Star V. Whether you're going to go Japanese or um, when the English versions start to uh, um, get into circulation out there in the buying world. Um, I think that's probably the best thing to do. And what <clears> I noticed from Denny was that he, he hit it the night he hit eBay the night that it all dropped. Yeah. That, champions can, that, path can, dropped. that can bite you in the butt. Yeah. He hit it the night the champions path dropped and was like, okay, they're a little too high. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Yep. But then the day after the day after that, and the day after that, as more people started to open up their, their stuff and the more people started to pull Charizard and things like that and kept doing it. Yeah. Yeah. He just, you know, kept checking the newly listed, and he was he was finding these Charizards for like 
It's the 450, um, like 450, 480, yeah. some of them for 500, you know? The highest like, was 540. Yeah. yeah. And then we're talking like a couple of days after release. Yeah. A couple of days after at, release. They were priced at eight, seven, six hundred. Yeah. Um, and some you people understand, like we have a big, big, sorry, Dan, we have a big, um, like scalping type of mentality going on right now. So when there's yeah. a big chase car, like this Charizard coming out, you're going to find those people out there that are buying up the whole shelf, buying everything up, making people pay premium prices for it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But at the same time, some of these guys who do that, they open up their, they actually open up their stuff. Mm-hmm. They rip it open. They're like, Oh, this right here, I want $800. And yeah. then you offer them five and they're like, Oh, do five. I'll, yeah. I'll take that right now. Yep. You know what I mean? And again, I'm honest with people too. I'm honest with you. I'll, I'll send them a message. Hey, your card's off center. There's a little bit of this or that on the card. I'm willing to pay this much right now because I'm going to grade it and you're not going to get the price you're asking for. Yeah. And they're just like, Oh crap. And they take it. And I don't know if, you know, you can call me a low baller. You can say whatever you want, but it's just smart. Um, and again, I will always buy highly collectible rare cards on the market then buy up an entire Walmart and like ruin everyone's day. That's just, so if you're mad at me for buying rare cards, I mean, go take that energy and get mad at people that buy like your entire zip code of sealed products. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you mad at me? I'm just buying the rare cards. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, um, there's hundreds of them on eBay. Yeah. And uh, I also, I also adopt that dollar cost average strategy. So with the Charizards, the the one that I had paid the most was five fifty, but again, there were some I paid for four fifty, four seventy. 480 you know 500 so when you average all those out my average cost of a charizard was like four or 515 you know what i mean which is super low compared to the market price um at the time all right now i think they're like 499 is like the average but at the time you know again factoring in speed and getting a discount and maximizing your profits at that point in time it was good Right now, I would have a different strategy, but yeah, like I said, you know, release night, I wanted to, I wanted to get all those newcomers that were trying to beat the market because you'll see that when people go on eBay that aren't Pokemon collectors, right? They're just guys that ha- bought a ton of cards, they open them all up, and they're like, I'm gonna sell these all for really high because they're the first on the market. Those guys are most willing to take an offer because they just want to recuperate their money, and they're they're noobs, they don't understand Pokemon at all, so. They don't want to take on that risk, and they will they will get as much money as they can to recuperate. And they're more op, they're more. Uh, and kind of the good thing out of it all, the kind of the good thing is that they kind of stabilize the market after yeah, that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Denny's, because Denny's eight Charizards that he purchased stabilized the market down to four to five hundred dollars yeah. for you know exactly because it, it goes it could go two ways it could go two ways. Let's say the Charizards were at seven hundred a pop, and someone actually paid that price, and then another person actually pays that price. The more that seven hundred price gets reinforced by the market the more the sellers are going to say, that's my minimum asking price. But yeah, you, you guys can thank me for tanking the market. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, that's that's my mentality. So again, if you were to buy a $600 Charizard right now, and then in two months you find another one for like 400 your average cost now is 500 a Charizard, which is not bad. You know, And you might be like, hey, that's the average. So that dollar cost mentality works in Pokemon as well. Um, let's get into the next one though. I don't want to beat that up. Because uh, it's not even out yet. I mean, you can search eBay. There's a couple, but um, nothing that's catching my eye. Uh, number one, on the Poke Tower Top 5, the uh, Vivid Voltage set, but just the singles. I haven't... I, I Today was my last day to get a pre-release. Uh, a pre-release package, which is like 150 bucks. Comes with a booster box. 
uh some battle boxes and like or pre-release boxes and what else like some blisters or something like that yeah it basically comes like with one 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 of everything yeah one of everything yeah um today was the last day for me to pre-order i didn't do it um but i have been buying the singles which we'll get into gengar's grabs here pretty soon um but this was when did i buy the singles i bought the singles this weekend so yeah that's when a lot of people started people who are um distributors and uh get early product they were already a week ahead of the release so there's already vivid voltage cards on the market on ebay and you can buy them right now um so i was up uh what was it like friday saturday sunday morning just hunting vivid voltage uh singles and i we did pretty well so we'll get into that in gengar's grabs but um i think that's number one because it's a short print pokemon said they're not going to be reprinting this um Maybe once or twice, but it's not going to be reprint after reprint after reprint every quarter. You know, we got more Vivid Voltage. It's like, it's going to be a one and done or two and done type deal. Um, and that's it. So, I think it's more important now than ever to pay the premium. Because this goes two ways. You could pay a good amount of money for a rare card out of Vivid Voltage right now. Thinking it's high. And then when this set goes out, like, let's say the set drops next week or whatever right and uh the 13th yeah and then uh everyone opens up everything and then pokemon's like hey we're we're officially out of vivid voltage and we're done and then the prices are out of control and we're talking about in a two or three week span yeah so so now someone who bought earlier they're like oh man i actually bought i bought cheap or it goes the other way goes the other way i bought high before release day and then after the cards go out of print or whatever they just don't they stay the same or they drop then it's like dang i paid you know 10 bucks extra on every card so nobody can really predict that but um just looking at these cards and having an idea of what's inside the set i made the decision to buy really early and i paid higher on some and i paid lower on others but i'll tell you guys my reasoning in uh gengar's grabs and what set i'm comparing this set to so yeah my, my take on the vivid voltage is um I think it's a great idea to buy singles. I think it's a great idea to get ahead, even though the prices may, we're not be sure what the higher, prices yeah, are and they yeah. may be a little bit higher or whatever they are. <clears throat> um, at the same time, the people who are selling them right now don't really know the market for them either. Yeah, that's true. So there's that fluctuation in price too. So they may be low or they may be right on or point. Like, like or a Pikachu VMAX. If you buy one high. for a hundred bucks right now, yeah. you buy a Pikachu VMAX for a hundred bucks. It's a VMAX. It's not even the secret rare. You pay a hundred but then, you know, by December 20th, when the set is officially sold out, there's no more. And then that card is now 150 You you would have won. Yeah. Um, and then it, but then it goes the other way. You know, if it, you buy, buy it for 100 and then you find out in three or four weeks that it's actually a $60 card, you lose there too. Um, but that's why, that's why we grade our cards, guys, because it's really hard to lose the price of a raw card to a graded card. That's where you pretty much don't lose. It's when you go raw to raw yeah. that you, you might lose. But just know this, guys, that Vivid Voltage is like, it's an actual set of cards. It's, it's like Dark yeah. of the Blaze. It's like, it's like Rebel Clash. It's like Sword and Shield base <clears> set. <throat> it's going to come in every variety of pack that you can find. It's not like Champion's Path where you're only going to get pin collections, collection yeah. boxes, and ETBs. Yeah. So don't buy into um, the fear of missing out on this thing or all the hype that it's all going to be sold out. Yes, it could happen release week. You know what I mean? The week that it releases, it can. But it's going to get... It's going to be 
printed and out there readily available, you'll find loose packs. You're gonna find loose packs. That's basically um, what I'm saying. But you know what I mean, I don't know what the pool rates are. No one really yeah. knows what the pool rates are. And there's, I mean, it's a 200 plus card set or something like that. So, so if yeah, you have somebody the, in your zip code that's scalping, you know, yeah, that's scalping, you're in trouble. just go to your stores as frequently as you can. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll maybe find some triple blisters. You know what I mean? You might find some uh, uh, pink collection boxes. <clears throat> you know what I mean? And the first week, it's not going to happen because obviously it's a brand new set. Everyone, it's going to be a hot thing. It's going to be a hot commodity. Everybody's going to want to grab it. Um, so just don't buy into that massive scale up that's probably going to happen with Vivid Voltage from all the yeah. people who are buying up all if the supplies. If you're going to pay premium prices, do it for single cards. I agree. Don't do it for sealed product. I agree. Um. So, you know, because at least with a with a rare card, you know what you're getting and you you know how you could turn it around. But if you pay, you know, a premium price for a collection box, that's $20 or something, whatever, let's say 20 and you paid 35 because that's all that's left or you paid 40 because some reseller on eBay, that's his price and that's all you can get. And then you pull four greenbacks out of those cards. You know what I mean? You're going to be upset. You're done. Unless you're, you're, unless, you, unless you pull an amazing rare, you're done. Yeah. So, uh that's just something to consider. Vivid Voltage is on the rise. Um, it's number one because I think, I think momentum is part of Pokemon. You you got to ride the train while it's while it's hot. Um, and some people don't like that, you know, because like, well, the price is going to drop. It's like, yeah, you might be right, but we'll see. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to miss out on opportunity because I'm scared of everything. Right. Don't be scared. Um, don't have the fear of missing out on sealed product because it's a regular set of Pokemon cards. It's going to be out there. It's going to be available. You're going to yeah. find it. I don't know when it's going to officially sell out, but Pokemon said they're not. They're not. They are not going to reprint this thing. So it is what it is, and uh, that's why we said singles. Yeah. So and if you're going to pay a premium, get the singles, like Denny said. I like. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, Dan. That's it on that. Let's move into Gengar's grabs. <laughs> Gengar's grabs. Let's evolve, guys. Here's the game. All right, uh, Gengar's grabs. We have a handful this week. I bought a lot, guys. So I think, like I said, that whole Halloween reset really helped me out um, and kind of like realigned where I need to be. Because uh, not that I get trapped up in hype, but um, I guess the monotony of the last few weeks were like, get this, get this, get this, and the next week same thing, get this, get this, get this. Yeah, I was yeah. I was a little more. I mean, there was a new set out, so that's that's what we're going to get into. But um, first one of Gengar's grabs. I made a TikTok on this, guys. We got the Mewtwo uh, pre-release from Evolutions. I like this card. Uh, it's a great card. It's awesome. But it's, paid... the other, it's the other form of the XY Mewtwo in a hollow. Yeah. So you either get the cracked ice from the starter deck or you get the pre-release, which is obviously more rare. The pre-release is the most expensive one you can get. Um, but mine was... Uh, 75 bucks, which I was like, that's fair. Fair price, but it's definitely not a $75 card. Um, it's in it's in not bad condition, but not as good as I wanted it to be. Um, and I made a video about this, how I should have, you know... I I usually do my research before I buy cards, and this was one of those ones I was like, looks good, I'm gonna get it. Cocky, that's what it was. Cocky, like, oh, I got a good eye, I'm good. Um, but end up looking like it's gonna be like a PSA 5 or 6, so... Um, and what sucks is a PSA seven barely sells for about 80 bucks. So this is one of those ones I'll have to grade and hold long term. Luckily I'm a collector, not an investor. So that doesn't bother me at all. Now, someone who tried to buy this specifically to flip, they'd probably be uh, a little upset and try to get a refund through the seller. But, um, I don't roll like that. It's not his fault that I didn't ask for more pictures. 
Um, and he did have decent pictures. I just, I was impatient. I didn't, I didn't do my thing that I normally do when I look at cards. So, um, that's one of those ones I'm at the grade and then take a, a year or two, three, but at least it'll be in my collection. I get to stare at it and it's, it's cool because it's got the stamp on it. So, um, yeah, good I like card there. Good card. Won't spend too much time on it. Um, but yeah, learn, learn from my mistakes, guys. Remember, do not get complacent. You know, just because you bought a couple steals in your day does not mean you will always find those steals. Sometimes, you know, you'll get screwed. Uh, I didn't get screwed. It's not a loss on my end. It's just not something I'm going to be able to monetize very anytime soon. Um, next here, Vivid Voltage Lugia. I got three pre-release Lugias. Um, I bought two for twenty-five and one for thirty-two. You know what? I'm gonna look at one. I'm gonna look at them right now. Yeah. And I'm gonna try to buy. I'm gonna Guys, try to so buy here's one. the trick. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk you through it right now. You go to eBay. Right, I'm gonna I'm doing it on my phone. This is real time, guys. Go to eBay. You type in Lugia pre-release, pre-release, um, vivid voltage. You search it. Now, this is how I find the cheapest ones, guys. A lot of people know how to do this, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Then you go to sort. You go to lowest price plus shipping. Now that's not the only thing you do. Now you go to filter and you go to buy it now. Now you will find the cheapest. Lugia on the market that you can buy right now without bidding on. And it looks like the cheapest one Devin could get right now is $27.11 or best offer with $3 shipping. There's another for $29 with $4 shipping. $29 with $3 shipping. You seeing what I'm seeing? Uh, No. What, what's, what's the... What's Lugia the... pre-release vivid voltage. All right. Let me get it. Pre-release vivid voltage. Then you go to sort... Sort, lowest price plus shipping. Right, sort, lowest price plus shipping. Then you go to filter, buy it now. Right, filter, buy it now. That's usually the way I always do it because I, I hate auctions. I There's lose one 28 bucks, <laughs> 28 bucks with free shipping. Uh, Look at that. Yeah, 28 bucks right there. Now he has terrible pictures. It says 28 bucks or best offer. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible picture. Only one picture there. Um, but that's what I do. The other thing you can do, because you want to constantly refresh this page, the other thing you do is you go to sort and you go to newly listed and you may find one the, the and hmm. with the newly listed you can refresh that and it's going to give you the first Lugia that's been posted most recently. Okay. Um, and sometimes you get those guys you'll get those guys that um they're just trying to get rid of their card and they undercut the market and you'll see a Lugia for 15 bucks oh, and you're like go. what is this? You know what I mean? I got a I got a Vivid Voltage pre-release Lugia and Dawn fan <clears throat> for 40 bucks or best offer. Yeah, and that's something I'd look into. So I paid twenty five for two, and I paid thirty two for another. Free shipping on all of them. Uh, why do I like this card? I like this card because we learned that with any Lugia, pretty much, <laughs> yeah, those they do really well graded. Yeah, uh, and on top of that, it's I really last time we talked about Lugia, we did the shining Lugias. Well, the, yes. in the promos, yes. So it's a shining Lugia. It's not the same in essence, but. Uh, Shining Lugia, you know, is, is like upwards of a thousand bucks in a PSA 10 uh, from Shining Legends, and it's a promo card. Uh, so here is a pre-release card, um, similar, you know, DNA in terms of the type of card. It's not like a full art or anything like that. Um, but for 25 bucks, you know, it's kind of hard. It's going to be hard to say that when you grade this card and you get a nine or a 10 that you couldn't sell it upwards of 90 plus. You know, that's oh, yeah. two, that's two, three extra money. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these Lugias now and they're... They're like in the 40s and 35s. Yeah. So you did you did scoop some of them for pretty good prices. Yeah. Now, how did I get this price? 
again, I thought about my shining Lugias that I'd bought for 25 a piece. And I said, Hmm, I think this is a 25 to $40 card. That's what it reminds me of. It reminds me that that's what I was going to want to get to guys. So the pre-release cards in here in vivid voltage and the amazing rares, the amazing rares and the pre-release cards remind me very much of shining legends. So, uh, in terms of price and rarity, um, you know, when you look at a shining Rayquaza, I'm thinking as soon as you say shining Rayquaza, I'm thinking 30 to $50 raw. When you talk about vivid voltage, amazing rare, that's almost that same price point I'm willing to pay is about 30 to 50 bucks for a raw Rayquaza amazing rare. Cause the amazing rares aren't full arts guys. They're, they're very similar to the shining cards, how they just kind of have the art in the middle with a little bit of hollow, a little bit of texture. Um, so Lugia, 25, 25, 32. We got three of them. Really pumped on that. I probably won't buy much more. I'm not a huge Lugia fan, but I know that there are lots of Lugia fans. And uh, to get that price, I bought these like this weekend, like at four in the morning. So I have a really weird schedule, guys. Um, But yeah, Vivid Voltage Lugias. Let's see. Number three here on Gengar's Grabs. The Amazing Rares. So these are the ones I grabbed. I have Celebi. I have two or three Celebis. I have one Zamazenta, I have uh, one Raikou or two Raikos, I have four Rayquazas, and I have two Jirachis. I paid $25 to $40 for all these cards. Now, I don't know if you remember, but if you go back three or four episodes of the Poketower podcast, I was buying Shining Legends cards, the Legendaries, the Shining cards for $25 to $40 bucks a card. That's where I got my idea of how much I wanted to pay for these. That makes sense. Now, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if these cards are going to be worth more or less um, because we've never seen Amazing Rares, at least in American. Um, but again, when I think of the the print of the card and the rarity level, because you can get the Amazing Rares in green packs. Um, they remind me of a Shining card, like a Shining Rayquaza, Shining uh, Jirachi, Shining Lugia shining celebi they're all and if you look at the shining legends cards those are also you know 30 to 50 upwards of 70 bucks if you get like a minty one i wouldn't pay that but um yeah we got some rayquazas for about 40 bucks a pop uh i got a lot of four it was a celebi zamazenta raiko and like jirachi for 100 bucks so i paid 25 bucks a card there um and then i got another jirachi for like 45 off of this right here huh trying to get six bucks off this pre-release you get try it he he has multiple of them so I said two for fifty bucks, so that puts that put them at twenty five bucks each. Yeah, and I think that's a fair price. Um, I don't. I mean, these are pre release cards, so you can only imagine that once they're gone, they're gone, and the price would increase. But I don't think raw to raw is going to change much. Like a twenty five card, twenty five dollar card might be thirty five, and that might be the norm. But hey, when you get something for twenty five bucks, and you're talking about grading a card for ten dollars, that's that ten dollars right there. Yeah. Yeah. So those little margins add up when you do this, you know, 100, 200 times. Now you're talking about 2000 bucks that you saved over the course of 200 different buys that you saved 10 bucks. Yeah. So um, the amazing rares, they remind me so much of Shining Legends in terms of their rarity and the price point. Because what I did is I searched amazing rare vivid voltage. I didn't search any specific Pokemon. And then again, I did the, the, the thing that I sorted lowest price. Then I went to buy it now and I just started searching through and I was like, these prices are very reminiscent of the Shining Legends uh, Shining cards. So that's where I was like, hey, 
I'm not paying more than 45 a card. And they got a lot of the similar similar Pokemon too for yep. these amazing rares like yep. Jirachi, um, Rayquaza, Celebi. and Celebi. Yeah, and uh, there's more. And Lugia. They got Raikou yeah. and they got uh, Zamazenta, Zacian. Let me see. Here. Let's see if I can pull them up. Actually, let me go to my purchases real quick. Uh, so let's see. Rayquaza, there's one. There's uh, Jirachi, Rayquaza, Rayquaza, Jirachi, Rayquaza, Lugia, 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 Celebi, Zamazenta, Raikou, Celebi. Those are the ones I got. So hmm. almost like 10 plus cards, I think. Something like that. I think you probably got all of them. <clears throat> I'm missing Zacian, but oh, okay. I don't okay. care for Zacian. So again, as a collector, I get to choose the cards I like and I get to choose the cards I want to sell. I'm not a investor, guys. Um, next next on the Gengar's Grabs is uh, Pikachu VMAX. Now these guys were this interesting. This like a steal. These guys were interesting because when they started dropping which was like Friday night, Saturday morning, they were debuting at about 100 bucks, And some people were asking 200 Some people were asking 150 And the only thing I could really compare this Pikachu VMAX to was Charizard VMAX, the regular one, the base VMAX, not the shiny, not the rainbow, just the regular VMAX in, in Darkness and Blaze. So I was already thinking like, hmm, I wouldn't pay more than 100 bucks for a Pikachu VMAX. And then... I had seen some offers were accepted at 75. I was like, wait, this card was 75 and they took a best offer. So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something. And I sent two offers to two different sellers for 55 bucks and I got them both. Um, now that could be a little high. You'd be like, hey, dude, it's just a Pikachu VMAX. It's not even like the secret rare. It's not, you know, it's just a VMAX. But, you know, in terms of, in terms of, What's it called? Uh, Vivid Voltage. You know, when you're paying five bucks a pack, at fifty-five bucks, that means I would have had to have bought eleven packs, and hope to have pulled one Pikachu V Max. Now I don't know what the pull rates are, but with eleven packs, if you said, "Hey, here's eleven packs of you know Vivid Voltage," or I'll give you this Pikachu V Max, I'm taking the Pikachu V Max. That makes sense. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna I, be yeah, like, "Let me get I the get eleven. It. Let me take my chance." Yeah, yeah. I won't do it. Um, so we locked in two Pikachu V Maxes. I tried to get a secret rare. But man, I had an opportunity. I, I kind of I'm shooting myself in the foot about this one, guys. So I had an opportunity. They're listing anywhere from three to five hundred bucks right now. The Ooh. Rainbow Rare Pikachu V Max, which makes sense when you look at Rainbow Rare Charizard V Max. He was five hundred, six hundred. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this makes sense. Pikachu's up there with Charizard. I think they're very comparable in terms of rarity and like you know uh, likability. Like they're up there collectability. I think they're very you know comparable. Maybe Charizard has the edge in terms of, you know, popularity, but, you know, Pikachu's up there too. He's a top five favorite, like in the world. Um, Oh, yeah. So I saw a secret rare Pikachu for 200. And I pulled, I pulled the old Gengar Greasy and I sent him an offer for 110. He declined it. It sold. Oh, no. I was like, oh, man, I should have just bought it for 200. Yeah. Um, and remember guys, that was seeing, that's some of my own advice I should have took. Normally what I say is, um, you know, for rare cards like that, you just pay their price because I have a feeling if I would have got that Pikachu and got a 10, I could, I could, I would definitely have my money back and some in $200. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't follow my own advice and what do you know? It's sold. As soon as I sent the guy the offer, he declined it. It's sold, which tells me. Someone who has my experience or more 
knew that that card was underpriced and I missed out. And now all the other ones I'm looking at are, you know, 300 plus. And there's not a lot. There's not a lot of those uh, American or English uh, secret rare Pikachu VMAX. No, there's not. I'm looking right now. There's a yeah. one, two, three. What are the prices? Four. They're 450 to $500. Yeah. That's I had an opportunity. Yeah, I yeah. had an opportunity. I blew it. Um, but hey, you know, it happens, guys. And that's one of those things where I might have to say, hey, I, I, I'm not going to have a, a secret rare Pikachu VMAX. I'm not going to have one this time around. Um, but that's okay because, you know, we went hard on Champion's Path. I, I have almost 10 Charizards. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the compromise, guys. You can't collect them all. You can't. Um, at least when you're working on a strict budget. You know what I mean? If but I wanted you, to be but reckless. But you got to catch them all, though. Yeah, you, you have to catch them all. you got to catch them all. <laughs> so, so anyways, you know, I missed out. Maybe Devin will get some and maybe he'll have, you know, five Pikachus to my, you know, five Charizards. I don't know. We'll work out a trade or something. But uh, I missed out. And uh, I'm not really upset because this is one of those things like, hey, let's, what happens release day? And those Pikachus are actually worth 150 in a secret rare. Then, then I save myself. And really... That's the only uncertainty you deal with in Pokemon is you're not you have to wait till release day and then that first week to see where things are really going to go. And then I, and then the next the next indication of price would be when it goes out of print. I think I think they they're going to be out. I think they're going to be about 3 400 bucks. Yeah. That's where I think they're going to sit. I think they're going to sit <clears> about 3 400 bucks. I think it's going to be 300, yeah. Um, that's that's my gut. My gut is 300. You compare it to Charizard, Charizard's 499. Like yeah. pretty much on average. So Charizard is the most popular card there is. Pikachu's definitely up there as well. The only thing keeping me from pulling the trigger on one of these uh, secret rare Pikachu VMAX, like right now. He's not your favorite? <laughs> well, yeah, he's not my favorite. So if I had to keep him, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, I have, you know, a pre-order, a whole case of, you know, Vivid Vultures that are pre-ordered. So if I end up pulling one in there, then now I'm, yeah. now I'm no, a thousand, he, now I'm like a thousand dollars. Devin's got a chance because he did, he did buy some stuff and I'm really excited to um, get into those packs. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, that might be an interesting video too. Yeah. We should, uh, we should compare the, the value that I bought raw versus the value he pulls. So we'll, so how many singles have I bought? Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. So, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah that'd be, that, yeah, that'd be a cool video. So Denny has bought one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, wait, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14. I've bought in 15 Vivid Voltage cards. So I'll compare the price of my 15 Vivid Voltage cards to what the cards he pulls. You bought a case, right? Yeah, I bought a case. And let's see the value. Let's compare <laughs> the boosters. values. Yeah. I, it could probably, it might crush Devin or he might make me look bad. I think it'd be interesting, an interesting video. You guys should let hey, us know. I think, I think I'm getting crushed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the amazing rares aren't that rare and you pull one in every green pack and then you have like 10 times more than I do. And then you pull True. a Pikachu VMAX. I don't know. Charizard VMAX was still hard. To, was still really hard to get. Yeah, How many was. packs did we open? We only got six? Yeah. I mean, we had... A couple close. hundred packs. Yeah, we spent close to $2,000 like, yeah. as, as a whole family on Darkest of and Ways. People, don't, people still sleep on that VMAX Charizard. I'm telling you, yeah. it's hard to pull. He is extremely hard to pull. So, Pikachu VMAX probably hard to pull, too. Um, All right. So, number five. Yeah, let's get Coming let's, into, let's keep uh, moving. Coming into the the no gimmicks Devin's pick uh, Gengar's grabs yeah that I got Gengar's grabs continued Gengar's grabs continued uh, so number five we have cracked ice Mewtwo I saw Denny's I was like hey 
I'll never have a vintage Mewtwo ever. This is the next best thing. I want it. So I bought it. So whether it grades for, um, and it's still in a sealed um, build and battle box. Yeah. So it's still in a sealed build and battle box. That doesn't deck. mean that it's going to have yeah. a, or yeah, starter deck. It doesn't mean it's going to have the best quality. It doesn't mean it's going to come out a PSA 10 or 9 or whatever. But I wanted the card because I like it a lot. I know I won't ever have a vintage Mewtwo. That's kind of like getting out of range now. Because by the time I can afford one, at the prices they are right now, they're going to be up in the tens and twenty and thirty thousand dollars, and be like, "Whoa, yeah, can't do that." Um, so yeah, cracked ice Mewtwo. I'm super stoked about that. Still waiting on it to come in, but I'm very, very, very happy that I got that one. Um, and I believe I bought this next one with it. I did. I did buy this next one with it um, for fifty bucks. So it's twenty five bucks for each. So that's a very good price, I think. Um, so this next one, number six, is cracked ice Pikachu. So, yeah. just the vintage Pikachu, cracked ice, hollow. I think it looks awesome. Um, Pikachu, like we said, is a fan favorite. Pikachu's oh, yeah. up there with um, Charizard and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, that one, I, I will look towards selling more um, and hope that it grades well. But if it doesn't, I still really like the cracked ice hollows. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, I think they're really cool. And That ever video since, did nuts on my TikTok, Ever too. since learning about the cracked ice hollows, I was like, hey... It's I'm going to start hunting card. a bunch yeah. of Cracked Ice Hollows just because I really enjoy the way they look a yeah, lot. They're cool. Um, but number seven, this is exciting, guys. Number seven is extremely exciting for yeah, me. You guys buy. know. Big buy. You guys know I'm a massive Lugia fan. Um, and I picked up a very minty, 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 minty uh, Neo Gen Lugia for 140 bucks, guys. Awesome. I'm talking it's so mint. So big shout out to you, Ace Bond. Big, big, big shout yeah, out to you for um, giving me first dibs on this Lugia, knowing that it's my favorite Pokemon. I really appreciate it. The other thing about this too, guys, is that it has a hollow swirl on it. So so for those of you that know, that don't know, hollow swirl is kind of like a manufacturer um, error or defect, you know? It's in it's inside the uh, hollow of the card. It's just like a little swirl. looks like a little fossil kind of. Um, but it just adds to the collectability, adds to um, the character of the card. I really like it. Uh, and I hope it comes back and it gets graded well. But uh, that's it. That's it for my, my Gengar's grabs. Yeah, no. Those are all good. Uh, the cracked ice cards are interesting, guys. So, again, that, that video blew up on my TikTok. It's like 40,000 views. And, like, people are like, oh, my God, I saw 10 of those at my store. Should I get them all? Uh, no, I don't think you should. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. A, a lot of people that are saying should i buy these they think that they can just pull the card out and sell it i mean you could you could sell it for 20 30 bucks right now yeah um but you don't really get the big margins unless you grade it and what i'm starting to see on tiktok is nobody has a psa membership yeah, nobody. and nobody really wants to grade either no one's interested in it they're yeah. all like they're all like oh uh, where can i get it graded it's like you don't know that you if that, if you're asking those questions you are not ready to make pokemon uh, make money in pokemon yeah you got to learn that stuff, guys. That was the first thing I taught Devin. He, that was one of the first things he did was make a PSA account. When it was. He started this. I was it like, was. hey, you need to do this. And I was like, I know you, I know it sounds like a lot of money, but you just need to do it. Yeah. Um, because that's where you... Increasing the value of your card is from grading it. It's not just buying it raw and hoping on a prayer that Logan Paul makes it the coolest card in the world. Um, So, the Pikachu... A lot of people are like, hey, what about the Pikachu? I'm like, it's a cool card. And so this is my logic, guys. There isn't a holographic Pikachu of that card. The cracked ice one is the only hollow. 
Then you have the reverse hollow. Then you have the first edition, which is not holographic, which is from the base set. And then you have the regular base set from 1999. So this is the only hollow. I'm getting schooled right now. I had no idea about this. This is the only hollow. Um, first edition Pikachu with the same art is non-holographic. Hmm. Shadowless Pikachu with the same art, non-holographic. Base set Pikachu with the shadow, non-holographic. Then you have XY Evolution. This is the only other time the card was made. Well, you have Legendary Collection. I think there's a reverse hollow. But not a lot of people are into Legendary Collection. So we won't even talk about that. Um, then you have XY. You have a non-hollow version, a reverse hollow, and then you have the Cracked Eye Starter Deck. So this is the only holographic Pikachu of this art. That's what makes it special. Now, does it make it rare? That's what gives it potential. Yeah, that's yeah. what gives it potential to be a big hit. Um, so when in terms, it, does it make it rare? I don't know. But like we looked at the we looked at the cracked ice Mewtwo. The cracked ice Mewtwo only has thirty PSA nines. There are only thirty PSA nines, and there's like four tens. Mm-hmm. So there's, that's two things: either nobody cares about it, and they're not sending it to PSA, and only bozos are. Or it actually, you know, everyone who's buying it is not grading them because they don't have the guts to grade it. And it's like, it's actually rare. It's going to be a good card to have. These are the signs I'm looking at. Yeah. Or these starter decks belong to a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. There's that too. You know what I mean? Because it's uh, a yeah, very, well, very kid-friendly yeah. you know, product. Yeah. Um, That's what I got as a kid. I never got booster packs. Yeah. But I think the big thing here too is that I, both me and Danny get a lot of questions like, hey, should I go, should I buy this? Should I go and buy this? Hey, we will 100% help you out with any of your buying decisions as long as you guys provide pictures. You guys can always send them to um, our email mm-hmm. for this podcast, uh, the Poketara Podcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on TikTok, hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on the YouTube. Any, any way. Any, any way you can, you can hit us up. Yep. If you're serious, you know what I mean? You're serious about really buying a card, hit us up. Let us know. But at the same time, if you guys are wondering what you should buy... Buy what you like. Yeah. Collecting is supposed to be fun. And a lot of, and with all this hype and all this, you know, attention that's been drawn to Pokemon, a lot of the people who are who are actual collectors are starting to get drawn away from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta love your cards. You know what I mean? Yep. If you like if you like Venonat, you know what I mean? Yeah, if you're a huge Venonat you're fan. A big Venonat fan, big Venomoth fan, go go buy the go buy the Rainbow Venomoth. Yeah. Who cares if it's only great it's a PSA 10 and it's and it's only going for 50 bucks. Yeah. Who cares? You got it because of your favorite card. Exactly. So I mean, we when we when we talk about, you know, Poketar top 5 cards and we talk about Gengar's grabs, we're talking about cards that one we think have potential because we've done some research. Yep. And two, we like the card. So yeah. if if it came back and it didn't have any potential at all and we had to keep it, yep. We would love it it'd no be, matter it'd what. It'd be on display. Yeah, it'd be on our display. We would look at it. It'd be in a slab. It'd and be nice. That's the thing about these these investors and, and kids that are like, hey, should I get this grade? I got this card. Should I get a grade? And I'm like, do you even collect Pokemon cards or you just have it? Yeah. And they're like, oh, I, it's just something I had, you know, don't really care about it. And I'm like, you shouldn't grade it. And they're like, why? It's like, do you have a PSA membership? No. Do you know what PSA is? No. And they're like, so can I grade it through you? And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of stuff that... It's like, you know, you don't have to grade every freaking card. Yeah. You know just I mean? because it's vintage, you don't have to grade yeah. it either. Yeah. So it's just one of those things, guys. Um, and, and it's not, I don't think it's our listeners. It's just randoms on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, yeah. I got that Mewtwo. Should I grade it? And I'm like, 
What's the condition? But we just want we just want to remind our listeners yeah. Who, like, hey, what, when, where, how? Like, yeah. can you tell me any of that? No. Okay, we're not going to talk about this. You yeah, know? we just want to remind the listeners and all of you guys that are out there listening, supporting us. Don't remember why don't, you do this. Yeah, remember why you do it, and don't get caught off guard with all the hype and all the you know the crazy spews here and yep, there. Yep, yep. It's just all about doing what you love mm-hmm. and making it. If you want to make money from it, we are giving you opportunities and ways to make money. But at the same time. The cars that we're buying, the cars that we're collecting, is because we like them. And yeah. the cars that we're putting out in this podcast is because we like them. And that we're going to enjoy having them in our collection, whether we sell them or we don't. Yep. 100%. All right. All right, guys. We are 70 minutes in. Let's talk about this week's giveaway. For the giveaway this week, I want you to comment on Devin's TikTok video. He's going to make a video for this podcast. He's going to say, hey, this is episode eight of the podcast. Go check it out. There's going to be a big thumbnail that says episode eight of yeah. the podcast. You're going to comment on his video. Tell us what year did legendary collection Pokemon release? So legendary collection was a specific set that reprinted a ton of legendary cards. Let us know what year it was printed and you will be the winner. If you are the first person who answers it correctly on Devin's TikTok, you got to comment on the video to win. Oh. segment this is where you're gonna find the most uh inexpensive the biggest scale-ups that you can find um not biggest but some good scale-ups if you don't have the most money in the world um it's all budget collecting this is for all of our smaller collectors people that are just now getting back into it um definitely one of my favorite segments because i put a lot of time a lot of thought into this for you guys um Unfortunately, we didn't receive any fan questions for this week, so that segment is not going to be in the podcast, guys. Uh, maybe it's all the Halloween candy. Maybe you guys are feeling lazy. Yeah. Uh, have no Where idea. Where you guys at? Yeah, but we want to hear from you guys. You know, we miss you. Um, let us know what card you guys got. Let us know. Maybe you guys um, are just all Pokemon experts now. We've actually done our job. That's a good thing, too. That's a good, that's act, a good that, thing, That's true. Too. If this is true and you have no questions for us because you guys are like... I got the game on lock. Just, just comment or email. I'm an expert. That means <laughs> <laughs> that means we helped you. So I'm That's like great. pumped on that too. Like it's like a doctor. A good doctor eventually would never have no patience if they did their job. That's right. If you're a returning customer, it's because you ain't learning. No, I'm just kidding. That's not true. Uh, you're coming because you like us. So uh, all right, yeah. Let's get back into the Devon Core. I just wanted to interrupt that real quick. <laughs> uh, so guys, sleepers for this week. Um, these ones are kind of odd, um, and they're all over the place. And I figured you guys should know about them because the scale-ups here are crazy. I'm telling you, um, they're like, they're crazy. I don't know why they're, they're this way, but they are. Look out for these ones, guys. So we have the Tag Team Arceus Dialga Palkia GX 258 out of 236 from Cosmic Eclipse. You can find it raw from $25 to $55, which is a great price. It's not very expensive, um, but again, you're going to want to buy the cards that are in the 40 to $45 range. Um, that's where I found the best quality ones, and that's where I would buy um, cards from. Again, you can find some in the $25 range that may be some gems, uh, but as far as I was looking, I didn't see any that attracted me at all in that price range. Um, but let's get into the PSA. So PSA, the last sold for one, right? This is the last sold. PSA 10 was 157. And this was I think this is pretty recent. That's not bad at all. This is pretty recent. But so, then the uh, there's only two more Gem Mint 10s on eBay. There's only two. And those two are listed for 312 and 416. 
So this is just one just sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. So there was one that was just that was just priced at one fifty seven. I'm guessing it was a bid because that's an odd price. One fifty seven is an odd price. I'm guessing it was probably on bid. And, and uh, we wonder if they honored that. It, yeah, and it probably didn't do very well. Um, but anyways, um, the only two out there that are, that are gem at tens are three hundred twelve and four hundred sixteen dollars. So if these get bought for that price, that's the new market for these. So if you guys have this um, Rainbow Rare Arceus Dialga and Palkia GX. Get it graded. Hopefully, it comes back a 10. If not, I'm sure nines go out for some pretty good prices as well, probably right in the $150 range. Um, but these are solid pickups because if the market stabilizes at $300 to $400, yeah. you're going to make a massive scale up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, if you're and buying- that's your ammo too, guys. That's your ammo. Like, Let's say you had a PSA 10 and a buyer sends you an offer for like 170 and you're like, no. And then they just, they're, <laughs> like, they're like persistent on it. Yeah. You could tell them, hey- the last two sales were at four sixteen and three twelve, right? I'm going to stay my price at whatever it was. What? Or you could tell them, you know, the other, the only other two that are listed on eBay, yeah, are at three twelve and four sixteen. I'm asking, yeah, I'm technically I'm asking, the lowest person here. Yeah, I'm asking two seventy five for mine. Yeah. Whatever, you know what I mean? Yep. So use it to your advantage. Yeah, there's all kinds of ways that you guys can market it. You guys can get it sold. That's just my first pick on the sleepers. These next ones, guys, I I don't know. I don't know what to think about these. I don't even know if this is right. Maybe someone's trolling. I have no idea. Um, but Reshiram, one fourteen out of one thirteen from Legendary Treasures. It's a um, older set, um, but you can find it raw for thirty five to a hundred dollars. Now again. The lower end price ones are a little more beat. Legendary treasures. So you're gonna have to end up paying, you know, a little bit more than we usually play pay for the sleepers on the Devon Core segment. But check it out. PSA nine. Um, there is two PSA nines out there that are selling or asking for four seventy five to six hundred dollars. There is two PSA tens. One is asking a thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars. And the other one is asking $8,000. So this Reshiram card <laughs> I'm talking about is a straight, it's like straight gold. And Reshiram kind of, it's like a ghosted kind of card. Like yeah. you can't really see Reshiram on there too much. It's just oh, all ghost gold. Oh, Ghost Rare, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Reshram a ghost rare. Ghost rare. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, um, I'm going to start calling it that on TikTok and start a trend. But I'm telling you, if there's only two out there at, at PSA 9, and two out there in PSA 10. If you have this card, get it graded. Dude, who has this card? Let me see this thing. Right? If you have this card, you shouldn't even be listening to us. You're probably a better collector than us. Yeah, if you have this card, <laughs> you know what I mean? Go get it Go get it graded. If it comes back as an 8, you're probably still selling it for 200 bucks. Wow. You know what I mean? And that's great. For wow. a card that's just laying around that you're not doing anything oh, with. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. But these cards, I'm telling you guys, it's crazy. That's just what? tell me that's not like a, a massive, massive scale. But I think that's probably if you were this one's thirty four bucks with the best offer accepted. If you were to buy one at a hundred dollars and get it graded at ten, oh, it's beat though. Oh, that poor card. And say you were to make two thousand dollars off of it. I'm so sorry. It sells for two thousand dollars. That's probably the biggest scale up we've had on Devoncourt sleepers. Yeah, there's not a lot of cards you can get that. Yeah, not that, a lot. I mean, and maybe... I just don't think that there's that much attention on it. But I think that's the, an awesome looking card. Though. But I think the card is is that rare. Well, yeah, legendary treasures again. This was this was those years where Pokemon wasn't that popular. Yeah. So this is one of those sets that's just like lost in like the database, and then like 
we remember it and we're like, oh crap, what's this? You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's not like this card's like no other card, no other Pokemon card. People know about it. It's just one of those things like Pokemon wasn't at its peak. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and Reshiram, Reshiram, that legendary Pokemon, that era hasn't really reached its peak. Oh yeah. Of, you know, yeah, kids yeah. who grew black up with that guy. Black and white was not, black and white was, you know, 2012, 2011. Right. It's right. not, it's not that old. Right. Eight, well, eight years is kind of old, but. But if you have people marking up this card to that much, you can only guesstimate that, you know, hey, a PSA 10, maybe 1,950 is, is, you know, out of this world. Yeah. But I can promise you 800, 700. I can tell you probably this. Probably not. I can tell you this. The raws aren't too hot on eBay. The raws are not that hot. Like, I'm looking at a lot of them. They're all beat. Yeah. So, And I I'm wonder... thinking the price range for these is because the card is extremely hard to grade. Yeah. I think the card is probably extremely oh, hard yeah, to grade. Oh, yeah. It's covered in gold. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. How are you find? <laughs> and that's when, when people get a 9 and a 10. It's probably because I haven't checked the pop report on it. I should probably do that. But if it's a low pop, it's probably because they're either hard to grade, or if there's a lot of sevens and eights and sixes and stuff like that, that means it's a hard card to yeah, grade. Yeah, and this is weird. So you have the PSA 10 here for 1950, right? And then you got another PSA 10 for 8,000. That guy loves his card. But you got 20 watchers on that one, right? That's what I'm saying. It's out. It's it's outrageous. Like it's not like people aren't looking at it. So, I mean, if you were like a real baller. There's no evidence to support this. This is just hypothetical. But if you're like a real baller, you could like literally buy the $2,000 one right now and then list it for 5000 and you would still be priced lower than this guy at eight k, and you'd probably win. Yeah. You'd probably get that. <laughs> There's only two on the market. It's crazy. Wow. That's, it's just, I, I have, I'm wondering. I would that. keep this though. This thing is sick. I wouldn't, this is one of those ones like, up, like put on my wall. I wanted to bring that to you guys' attention. I know that. I actually like Zekrom more. And that's the next card we're going to get to. But I into never right get now. Zekrom cards. So we got never. Um, I would Zekrom get 115. So this is number three on the sleepers, guys. Zekrom 115 out of 113 from Legendary Treasures. Oh, yeah. Same card. Oh, yeah. It's all gold. Same deal. That's fine. Um, this one goes for about 40 to $100. Again, you're going to want to pay the $100 premium because um, that's probably the best the quality you're going to get. You get. Yeah, you want to get the most minty you can um, because as as it looks right now, the card is just hard to grade in general because it's all gold. Um, and textured everywhere. So um, PSA nine, it's going anywhere from three to six hundred dollars. So again, we can see that that's steady with the rest of RAM as well. Four seventy five to six hundred, three hundred to six hundred, pretty steady. Hmm. But a Ooh, PSA, PSA 10, ten. Oh my gosh! But a PSA ten. Get this, guys. The same thing as rest of RAM. It's a thousand nine hundred and fifty, and there's another one out there for eight thousand dollars. Wow! What the heck? What the heck? That's so weird how they, they're they priced exactly the same and same quantities. That's weird. Weird. Weird stuff. What in the world? That's really cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's multiple listings here. You got 7-9, Wow. That's like a Charizard, guys. That's a base set Charizard right now. Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a really good card that you can find raw, and you might be able to find a gem out there in the hundred dollar price range and stuff like that. Maybe you might get on a bid and win, who knows? But those are sleepers, guys. These are the sleepers that not many people are looking at because they're all chasing Charizards, they're all chasing you know EV evolutions, they're all what chasing eight to nine sell for. You said the nine sell for four seventy five to six hundred, and yeah, that's about, yeah, about three hundred six hundred. I think that's what that would be my expectation. If yes. you're gonna buy raw. 
you're looking for a nine. I don't yes. think you will find a ten. Just just for me swimming, swimming, uh, searching through, like quickly and you know just getting through them. A lot of them are damaged, but if you could find one for a nine and you end up only paying you know fifty bucks, that's that's good money right there. Um, you basically just locked in you know your value. Even if you pay a hundred for a nine, yeah, that's still great money. <laughs> You know? Not a yeah, well, not a PSN, but if you pay a hundred for a raw that is a nine when you grade it, that's yeah, 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 yeah that's what I meant. That's what I meant. You're um, but again, just going over, guys, we got number one the RCS Diago Palkia Tag Team GX twenty five out of two thirty six, Cosmic Eclipse, great card. Number two, Restaurant one fourteen out one thirteen, Legendary Treasures, another one, guys. If you have it, please grade it. Do your due diligence. Get it out there. It's obviously a banger. I like these cards. I, they're they're something that, they're like ones that I've seen and I never paid attention to. It was like, oh, that's cool, and then just kept moving. And the third one we have Zekrom one hundred and fifteen out of one hundred and thirteen legendary treasures. Um, that sums it up for the sleepers. Um, like Danny said, he he always passed them by. Maybe you guys passed them by too. Um, so now that you guys are listening, you guys can hear it. You guys can see some of the numbers. Maybe now you guys go out and you buy it. Who knows? Yeah. All right, next thing is the lookout cards, guys. So these are cards that I don't know if they're worth anything. I don't know if they will be. But to me, when I I go through and I look at a card and I start checking boxes of collectability and what kind of card it is and how it looks, the artwork, you know, how many are on eBay, how many aren't on eBay, like all kinds of stuff like that, how old the set is. This is like lookout cards. These are the things that I look, I look at. Yeah. And I start checking off potential collectability <clears throat> for these things. I like this. Now, the, the first one we're going to talk about is some of you guys may have heard of the Radiant Collection. So there is a Radiant Collection of cards. And there's the Mew in it. There's a Reshram. I think there's a, a Shaman. There's stuff like that. Legendaries and like, okay. But the Radiant Collection I'm talking about here, guys, is the one that's found as kind of like secret rares. It's like they just inserted it into Generations. Oh, man, that's cool. They just inserted it into Generations, and maybe you guys are more familiar with the Charizard that is alongside... Yeah, pretty sick, right? Yeah. Um, maybe you guys are more familiar with the Charizard that's alongside like a guy wearing a beanie, and then it has like snowflakes on the card and stuff. That's where, this, that's where the card comes from, is uh, the Radiant Collection in Generations. That's where that card comes from. There's also mm-hmm. other cards. Like I'm talking about this Radiant Collection that's in Generations is very, very impressive. They have like really cool. I don't really understand what they are, but they have like really cool little badges on the side of the card next to the picture, like right underneath the evolution. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what those are, but they're cool. I'm going to do my research because um, like I said, I've just been looking at these. I've only seen the full arts, so this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so these are... Something uh, I'm not very familiar with. These Radiant Collections are cool. There's one with uh, Flareon that has Flareon, Vaporeon, and Jolteon all right next yeah. to each other. I bought the Mew um, from our card store like a month or two ago. I bought a Radiant Collection Mew um, from Legendary Treasures. Yeah. So, again, guys, um, you can find a lot of these ones raw and stuff on eBay for a couple wow. bucks. Like, people don't really realize that they may be collectibles, what I'm, what I'm kind of getting awesome. from it. And they look awesome. Like, I, yeah, yeah. When I see them, like, on OfferUp or I see them in other lots, I'm like, hey, where did that card come from? I've never seen that card in any other set. Yeah. But now I've finally been put on and I finally, you know, did some research and I was like, oh, they're from Generations. And Generations had, like, 
a 20 or like 15, 20 card lot that was like embedded into generations mm-hmm. that was like, it was like a little like secret. It's like, it's like kind of like their secret rares. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like a subset. Yeah. It was a subset. Exactly. And, um, I think these cards are very overlooked. Um, I think they're very collectible. I like them. I will be, I will be purchasing, uh, some Ooh, raws myself. Wow. Um, look at this flurry on. Yeah. They're crazy. Yeah. And you see the reverse hollow has, has hearts. It's yeah, not yeah. like, so like all of them have like different things. There's a, there's a Jirachi on there as well. The Charizard had snowflakes all over it. Yeah. And the Jirachi has like a, has like a cosmic path up, oh, and, I up see into it. the yeah. card. What yeah. in the world? Yeah. Yeah. Those are awesome looking. Okay. Yeah. And it has like stars this all has over it. has my attention. They're really cool guys. Um, has my attention. I think I they're like very that. collectible. I'm not going to beat it up too much. We're going to move These on to the next sick. lookout card. Uh, Denny's tripping out about it. <laughs> they look insane. I, yeah, they do. I, I was, only knew about that Mew, and that was because I saw it at the store, yeah. the card store, and I was like, that's cool. And the guy's like, oh, it's six bucks. I was like, okay. So the next one here, guys, you guys have already heard it before, but this is just a different version. We have Reshiram uh, from regular black and white base set. Um, it's 113 out of 114. It's a full art. But the cool thing about it is what I ma- what I think makes it collectible and what I think makes it look to me, I would buy it. it. Makes it a lookout card, is because the Reshiram is all white. Like, the background's white. Reshiram is white. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's almost like a, I know what you're talking about. I've seen these. Um, and and for for the name for the you know the name of that that genre of Pokemon white, yeah, to be black and it. white, kind of all white card with silver trim. Yeah. When have you ever seen an all white card? Yeah. Probably never. I've never seen one except for that restaurant. Holy moly. This one's insane. So to me, I was like, hey, that's a really cool looking card. I've never seen any other card that Pokemon's produced like that. And it's a legendary. This was the, I was looking at this lot months ago. This guy tried yeah, to send me an offer. Are, oh man, they're sick. Wow. They're so sick. Um, but yeah, check it out. Restaurant 113 out of 114 black and white base set, guys. You can get a PSA. Oh, never mind. And then it's PSA two for fifty bucks. <laughs> oh man, I thought it was a nine. I was like, that's awesome. And then there's also a Zekrom, uh, Zekrom that's one fourteen out of one fourteen. Yep. And it's just the opposite, guys. All Zekrom black. is black, so the card is all black. The silver trim. That's a with nice silver trim. Card. So I mean, like I said, you don't ever see Pokemon produce cards like that. Let alone that they're all, they're full arts. They're legendary Pokemon. They're the. Um, they're the if you're the, a Zekrom fan, you, fan, you have to get this. They're the uh, what's it called? They're the these are probably low pop. I guarantee these they're are the epitome pop. of of black and white, right? Yeah. Those are, those are the legendary Pokemon that you're trying to they're trying to get, you know, at the end of the game. They were some of the last cool legendaries too. So, dragons. Like I said, when I'm looking at potential collecting uh, collectability, I'm like, hey, Reshiram, Zekrom, and an all white and all black card. Let's do it. Oh yeah, for sure. Let's Whoa, do it, dude. Look at it. You need to get this. What's up? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get that. Like, that's sick. <laughs> what the heck? That is cool. Yeah, Denny just showed me a, a Reshiram and, and Zekrom. Uh, GX from Cosmic Eclipse. Yeah, GX from Cosmic Eclipse uh, in a Gem Mint 10 for like 50 bucks. Dude. Okay. You probably pay more to get it <laughs> to get it graded. That's a nice... There's a trainer yeah. riding them. That's freaking... What's his name? He starts, His aim starts with an N. 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 Yeah. His name's N. N. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, guys. So, lookout cards. Again, check it out. Radiant collection cards uh, that are in Generations. 
I'm not talking about the regular Radiant Collection. I'm talking about the Radiant Collection that's in Generations. Um, we also have the Restoram 113 and 114 from Black and White Base Set and Zekrom 114 and 114 from Black and White Base Set. That does it for the Devon Course segment. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, go check out the cards. They're all bangers. We made it to the end, guys. Let's get into a little Pokemon news before we end the day. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going we're gonna to shotgun through this, though. I don't want to um, waste your time. First thing here, the music's going to keep going. We're just going to ride it out. Let's <laughs> ride this one out, guys. All right. First thing I want to talk about. Pokerev, my favorite Poketuber, my favorite yes. Pokemon entity that does Pokemon cards. He's my favorite collector. Yeah, I really uh, like Pokerev too. He talked about the $375,000 scam involving Collectibles Guru. Gave his, he was very neutral on the subject, but I can tell you now, he is not a fan of that guy. Yeah, and that's a, okay. <laughs> no, no, not a fan That's at okay, all. and I want to take this opportunity to say I also... Do not endorse the collectibles guru. Yeah, neither one of us do. I mean, yeah, like, but even if it sounded like I supported him, the more I've paid attention, and this is this, I'll do this for anyone, guys. I will not just knock someone right off the bat. I wanted to really pay attention. I want to see the things he said, the things he did. Um, and one, this guy doesn't deliver results consistently, and he does appear to be a little sketchy. Um, I don't like the way he runs his mouth. To Pokemon enthusiasts who don't agree with him, I've been paying attention to that. So I'll go, th- I'll scroll through the comments, and people are like, "Hey, dude, you're ruining this, that, and the other." Now, they might be wrong for going to his page and blasting him, but two wrongs don't make a right. You don't go and attack those people and make them feel like crap. I agree. Um, so I don't like that, uh, especially if you're like, you know, if you're a multi, if you're a millionaire, you shouldn't be wasting your time with these kids, anyways. So for him to be triggered like that, he's got some issues. And also kind of openly admits that maybe he doesn't, maybe he doesn't know what he's talking about. And that's why it bothers him. Yeah. People are talking crap to him. Um, That would make sense. And he just, he does, he adopts a lot of negativity on his page. He just endorses it. And uh, I'm not a fan of that. And PokeRev is not a fan of that either. So he made this YouTube video talking about, it's like a seven minute video. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, uh. You know, overall, he said it was a good thing. Like I said, it is a good thing for Pokemon. It is a good thing. Um, but he referred to them as Team Rocket, his whole <laughs> yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. And, and when, uh, when Collectibles Guru and his little posse yeah. uh, came in, he, he actually and said... Now, and that's how I feel. That's how I feel. They do remind me of Team Rocket. Um, yeah. We don't know what he knows what they're up to, but we know it's not in the best interest of Pokemon. So the good news is Pokemon has thousands of new eyes on it, maybe hundreds of thousands of new eyes on it. Bad news is... We have people like this um, who have a lot of money that kind of dictate or choose the fate of how Pokemon may end up. So it's very important for us collectors to continue to put out good stuff, positive stuff. Positive, reinforcing, knowledgeable content for each other. And doing it for the love of Pokemon first, okay? That's right. We, We like the game of Pokemon. We like the trading cards. We like the art. We like the story. We like everything about it. We like the community. Then we can monetize that idea. Yeah. Not the other way around. And say, hey, there's a gold mine here. Let's, let's you know, suck it dry. Yeah, I mean, like, if you look at it as, like, a sport, you know, if you play basketball when you're a kid, you play basketball because you love it. You play Absolutely. basketball and you, and you and you spend thousands of hours of you know shooting around you know the court, 
and yeah. missing layups and doing all kinds of stuff, you know? Yes. And it's the equivalent of of Pokemon cards. You buy a pack when you're a kid and you strike out. You know what I mean? That's like you doing terrible at a, at a basketball game. Or you do really well and you keep doing really well and you, and you realize, oh, I have a knack for this. And you keep doing it, keep doing it, and then you grow up. And then a, and the person who played basketball as a kid gets offered a professional job, goes yeah. to the NBA, gets paid tons of money. And now he's like, hey, I can monetize something I love to do. Yep. I did this all day when I was a kid. And then, you know, the person who collects cards is like, hey, I'm a collector. These cards you are worse. Can't, you can't reap the benefits of being a collector if you don't collect. See, and that's yeah. what a lot of kids are getting wrong. They're like, I'm just going to buy some cards and flip them. And like, you can do that, but your lack of knowledge, your lack of passion, and your lack of enthusiasm in the sport or in the game is going to make you lose to anyone yeah. who who actually cares about it. And in Pokemon, I'm not saying you have to lose or win against someone. It's not a competition. But what I'm saying is, is you will fizzle out while other people like myself will just continue to chug along. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, because it's not a race. Um, and that's the thing with investors. And re- investors see it as a race and a rat race because they're following pumps and dumps. Where I'm just following the steady pace of new sets, new cards, collectability, rarity. I'm just following the game of Pokemon. Has nothing to do with like, hey, so-and-so said to go buy this card, so let's go buy it up and then let's sell it in two weeks. I don't think like that. Sometimes the opportunity presents itself, but that's based off of my knowledge. I'm not going out, you know, and poaching on opportunities like uh, it appears Collectibles Guru is doing. Um, And what I really didn't like after watching his video was the lack of knowledge this guy has. He claims to be an expert, but if you watch his videos, you watch his content, and you look at the things he says, it contradicts what a lot of other collectors say. It contradicts, you know, even what I would say, and it makes him look like a fool. And that's where I'm like, I don't agree with you there, and it's misleading a lot of people, and that's what I don't like. Like, I... I, I um. I put um, for when I used to see his videos pop up on my feed on TikTok, I put not interested in this or whatever it is. So I don't ever see his videos ever on TikTok, because um, like I said, I I'm an awkward person as is, and he's his videos were awkward, so they made me feel awkward. So I was like, uh, too much awkwardness going on here. I don't like it. But when I watched the um the whole live video of the opening of the box, one thing that caught me was that for being an expert at something, he was very very nervous. Oh yeah, very. His you could hear it in his voice that like he was very nervous, and look at I want to just real quick though, and you contrast that to Pokey Rev when Pokey Rev did an opening with Gary V. Pokey Rev looked like a boss. He was like, oh yeah, he was unfazed by Gary V. He was like, this is who I am. This is what I do. I have one of the biggest channels. Let's open a pack. And Gary V was like, woo yeah, you know what I mean. He was like pumped. Yeah, you collectibles guru stepped on the scene and he was like, uh, I thought it was real when I bought it. Yeah. Wait, we're opening that? Oh, no. Okay, well. Yeah, and he didn't even want to open up the sealed box. Yeah. It's like, it's yours. He you, shied away. You bought it. And then, this is, what, this is what kind of was the last nail in the coffin. So then, on live TV, he puts on the dog and pony show, and he's like, hey, I'm on the phone with the seller. He says we're getting a full refund. We're getting a new box tomorrow. We get to open it right in front of him to see if it's real. Three days later, he's like, okay, the seller gave me $40,000 back. It's not everything, but it's something. Okay, it's something. And uh, that's it. And we found a new seller that's going to give us a new box. It's like, wait a minute. You lied again. And it's, it's, it's not about... Obviously, he found another box and he was able to make the deal. 
but he didn't deliver. And when you can't deliver results, you don't speak on things you can't deliver. On the video, he made it clear, we're hopping on a plane, we're going to get a 100% refund, the seller's working with us, he's going to get us a new box tomorrow. The yeah. seller has three more boxes, we're going to get to open whichever one we want. What happened? Well, he we said got, he's worked with the seller too. Yeah. The, you know then, I mean? then it comes down to, well, we recuperated half of our money and we went to a new seller. So just tell the truth. Don't say it, don't say it like that. Say you lost $100,000 because you made a bad decision. The seller that you trusted is not trustworthy, which is why you went to another seller to go buy a box. Tell the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it made him look like he had it on lock, but really it was just fluffed up speech is what it was. Hey, we recuperated half of our money and we, we made a new deal. It's like, that sounds really cool, but you're still ignoring the, the fact yeah, the meat and the potatoes here. <laughs> you're still ignoring the fact that you bought a fake box from a seller who has a bunch of fake boxes. Right. That's why you only got, you know, a quarter, a third of your money back, whatever, you know? Um, so to me, it was his, it was his credibility that hurts me. I don't care about his attitude, um, but it's his credibility and it's his negativity. The way he's speaking to kids on TikTok. I don't care if they come at you with negative stuff. You are supposed to be an expert and like obviously a millionaire by all the money you share. Yeah. You should not be wasting your time on people like that. And that's my, that's my opinion. He can be like, no, I'm going to, I'm not gonna let someone talk crap to me, but it's like someone who's affected by that is trying to compensate for something. They feel like they have to prove themselves. And if you feel like you have to prove yourself, that probably means you don't have the results to prove it. So you have to talk about it. Agreed. Pokey, Pokey Rev. And PokeRev, you know, he'll always opt out for the negativity. He doesn't want to deal with that. But the guy is a true professional, and I, I side with him on his opinion on all this. I do as well. I do as well. So that was the heavy news. Um, let's keep moving. Shiny Star V, uh, the Japanese set, drops November 20th. Um, if you guys are aware of Danny Phantom, I'm not sure if he's sold out yet. Uh, you know, let me just check before I say something. Uh, but on his website, he's selling the... Uh, the shiny star v booster boxes in japanese at least he was that's uh, pretty cool he was selling them for 99 bucks and uh here was the deal uh if there's any left well, let me see let me let me make sure before i say this to you guys uh uh oh where's it at maybe it is gone i don't see it uh okay so the deal was he said november 20th is when the japanese set drops so what will happen is when it drops, that's when it will get shipped to him. And then he'll be shipping to us in mid-December or early December. So um, that's where that is. But it looks like it's not even on his store anymore. There it is. Yeah, 99 bucks. So it's still for pre-order. Um, so you, if you go out to PKMN Coliseum with 1L.com, you can pre-order this box for 99 bucks. Um, and you can uh, get this this set by mid-December. It drops November 20th, but that's in Japan. So obviously shipping times and all that stuff. And when can we anticipate it in English? Uh, what's it called? It was oh. like February, right? February. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Team Rockets Vault, one of the guys I follow on uh, Instagram, he has the leak in the scoop, and uh, I believe it was February 22nd or something like that, or February 20th. I'm, I'm misquoting Somewhere it. right around there. Yeah, I, I got rid of the picture. I don't know where it's at. Somewhere right around there. Um... Late February. Yeah, late February, guys. So save your Christmas money. Uh, yeah. Save your Christmas money. Oh, February 19th. My bad. February 19th. Uh, Sword, and Shield, Sword and Shield 4.5. 72 cards, 122 shiny vault cards. It's got a... He's showing a shiny Lapras here and a shiny Charizard VMAX. Um, Sweet. 
Team Rockets Vault on Instagram. Check him out. Super cool. I, I really like his style. Um, what else for news here? Uh, Darkness of Blaze, limited print, yes. guys. Um, so for those of you that are trying to um, complete a Darkness of Blaze uh, collection, you're still looking for Darkness of Blaze cards. Uh, maybe you haven't scored a VMAX Charizard yet. Um, Darkness of Blaze is going to be limited. It's going to be printed limited. Yeah. It's going to uh, be a limited print. So, again, a very trusted source of mine, Danny Phantom, he always lets people know about... Uh, you know, the Pokemon news that he gets directly from the Pokemon company. And that's when he, what he said, it was a thing. He said that, uh, when he dropped the news about vivid voltage being a short print run and limited print run, darkness blaze is a part of that too. So darkness blaze, I don't think is getting another print after December or something like that. Okay. So, so it's only had one or two reprints. Yeah. So with that, what that means, uh, what that you means guys, is, is that all you, you kids, your... all you kids were like, "Oh, Charizard VMAX isn't rare. Watch it reprint. The price is gonna drop." You guys are screwed. <laughs> That's what that means, and you guys are wrong. You might still be able to find them though for like <laughs> yeah, five hundred bucks right in Gem Ten. Yeah, right now you can still find them right now, but come December, January, right? When watch you stop it. seeing some yep, Darkest of Blaze yep, products yep, yep, in the yep. stores and stuff like that. The price is gonna go up on them. Danny Phantom is a great, great. Uh, Resource, so and that's, I, I trust him on that. That's why we want to bring that news to you guys. So if you have the Charizard V Max and you're looking at selling it, because you're like, oh, this thing is going to increase in value, just just hold on to it for a little bit longer. Just hold on to it for a little bit longer and see where the prices go. You know, you never know. You're not going. Someone's still going to buy it in in three months. Someone's still going to buy it in four months, five months, six months. Someone will always be out there to buy some type of Charizard. Um, but I think that that about does it for Darkest of Blaze limited print. The next thing we have to talk about for news, guys, just a quick one, is the Unbroken Bonds reprint. Yep. Um, I don't know how much news this is to you guys, for all of our yeah, listeners. Yeah, we, we've all known about this, but... Yeah, we've all known. We're um, seeing it now, though. We yeah. definitely have seen it now. Exactly. So now, yeah, that's one thing we want to bring up, is that we are seeing it in the stores um, a lot more often. We went uh, to our card store, saw the booster boxes now, sealed booster boxes, which is something I haven't seen in, like, almost a year now. Yeah. Sealed booster boxes, he was selling them for 114 yeah, which is great. Two of them. So, um, and just keep in mind, guys. Just two months ago, these boxes were selling for three hundred each. Yep, that's and, what a reprint will do to you. So, for the, you resellers that think you're gonna take advantage of us, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what happens. Yeah, which is why I opened my boxes because I knew the reprint was coming. I was like, I'm not sitting on this for another year. Yep, I'm just gonna open it up. You know what I mean? You might as well try and pull some value. And I, we didn't. I did terrible, but. So what, what does this mean about... Because Unbroken Bonds is popular because it has Charizard in it. Yeah. It's got a Reshazard. Reshazard, yeah. Reshazard Rainbow is the chase card in there. Now, and there's also some playable playable um, Charizard cards in there that are tag teamed with uh, Reshazard, but the main chase is the Reshazard Rainbow. So I, I myself have a Reshazard Rainbow graded in a Gem Mint 10. Very stoked on it. The prices still are at six seventy five. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even with the reprint that has already been out, Charizard holds its value, guys. It's, the value is still there, so that doesn't mean hey, I got to sell mine under price. It doesn't mean I got to hurry up and sell mine before this product gets out there. Yeah, it doesn't mean any of that kind of stuff. All it is, is we just want to let you guys know that the reprint is out there, so you can start seeing them in stores. If you never got a Rainbow Reshazard and you can't you really take afford, a shot. Yeah, yeah, you can't really afford a single, and you never really got to rip open packs from Unbroken yeah. Bonds because maybe you started just a few months ago. Well, guess what? Here's your time. Unbroken Bonds is reprinted. It's starting to be seen in stores. And if we can see it, because we're local to Cali, 
Yeah. If we could find it in our stores, yeah, I can only imagine for everyone states. else in yeah, every, other every other state. It's probably a little bit easier. Yeah. yeah. Every other state is probably a lot easier than California. Um, but Dan, you got anything else for the Pokemon news? No, that's it. Um, and last thing on Unbroken Bonds, it's actually not one of my favorite sets at all. Besides the Charizard Reshiram, I just don't believe in the set. I don't know. That's just me. Um, Lucario is kind of cool. You know, there's some cool tag teams, but honestly, it's just kind of like a, a set. I'm just kind of sour too because I opened so much of it and didn't get anything. No, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, I've I've been through that card that card list and card set quite a bit, and there no, there's not very many bangers in there. So I can agree. Here's one thing we will do before we end the show tonight, guys. I'm gonna get back on YouTube, uh, probably sometime this week. I have some time. And I'm going to share with you guys the express order that we got. If Devin wants to be in the video, he can too. And we'll share our experience because there was someone that wanted to sh- see how we do our PSA submission. I'm not sure if I'll do that, but I'll definitely share the box because I know the grades. Once again, I know the grades, but I haven't seen the cards. Devin has them right now. I got, I'm probably about to go grab them here in a little bit. But um, yeah, we can do that. We'll unbox it. I'll share what I paid, all that good stuff. Just like the last PSA card video I did. Um. So stay tuned for that. We'll do it on the YouTube. And I think that's it for today's episode. That's it. Good first week back since Halloween, guys. Yeah, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, thank you for tuning in. In general, if you just like certain segments, you're only skipping to certain segments, that's fine too. And we're glad we can help you guys out. Yep. See you guys. See you. Later. Later.